we're learning life, embracing love, managing marriage, maneuvering in ministry, and managing money. Welcome to the Let's Talk About It podcast. First of all, we want to say welcome uh, to this, I would say, live slash podcast uh, that's going to be posting later. So if you go to the podcast, it's not there. Uh, but welcome, 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 welcome to everyone that is following. We are talking about coffee and conversation. I wish I had that flyer to put on the back. Yeah. Coffee and conversation with my husband, my baby daddy, my boyfriend. We are doing this on New Destiny uh, YouTube page as well as my business page. Uh, just to kind of have this conversation that we want to start off doing every first of the month at 6.30 a.m. Where we talk about real life, real issues, and with real people and all that great stuff. Also where we talk about life, love, marriage, ministry, and, mon and money. So we're talking about that um, during these sessions and during this conversation, uh, just kind of stuff we already do together, uh, early morning conversations that Bishop and I have. We decided uh, we did it years ago, so we decided to capitalize it and make it better by coming and doing a coffee and conversation. And so this way we just talk and just drink our coffee and just allow others to be a part of the conversation with us uh, with some hot topics that yeah. we want to discuss. And at the end, we'll kind of ask you guys to kind of send us questions uh, that we would love to come and answer. But to our new Desi family, what's up? What's up? We did this for you guys because we always talking about business, always talking about, you know, ministry and money and all that stuff on other platforms. But we wanted to come in and talk to you guys as well as Tanya Hart Ministry page. All right. So with that said, Bishop, you want to just rock in or how do you want to do this? Hey, I want to, first of all, I want to chime in on what, what you said. Yeah, like you said, we are literally, you know, God has blessed us to kind of spread our wings. And, uh, and one thing through my wife, I thank God for my wife. Um, she has done a good job at putting us out there in the social media world. And, and really, you know, we realize God has blessed us with social media as an opportunity to share his message and go abroad, right? But uh, we do realize that there are a group of people who don't follow us on our business pages, don't follow us on other platforms, um, who are literally in just in the church uh, church world, and they're following us just on the church world. So we don't want to forget about you. This is our way to come and, and, and minister to you where you are. And, and kind of like I say, my wife said, deal with some real topics, um, you know, from real people who are trying to have a real relationship with God. And we have a lot of things we're going to talk about on this platform. And so I pray that you have your coffee, you know, and I'm, I'm intentionally, um, you know, showing my, my new destiny. I know. I didn't even realize I had my new destiny cup. <laughs> Come on. So uh, this is, uh, this, so what, what you expect? We're going to be real. We're going to be real. Uh, if you get ready for work, you know, throw your AirPods in. We, we yeah. If you walking out the door, walking, uh, getting your exercise in, you know, turn the volume up. Um, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you. One thing we're going to promise you on this one is that we're going to be real. We're going to deal with stuff that's going um, to deal with your mind, help motivate you, mm -hmm. and give you our perspective on how we came out of it. If we never came out of it, we can't help you with it. Um, if we're, you know, still praying about it, we can't deal with it. Um, right. We're going to deal with real issues. So today, 
You want to tell them what the topic is going to be today, or you want me to tell them the topic? You can tell them. You can tell them the topic that we're going to talk about, and I'll make sure I try to type it in too, Bishop. To top the t- listen, whenever we were talking about this and we was praying, and I said, you know, what what do I think is a good topic to kick off our first um, coffee and conversation with, with Clyde and Tanya? Um, and how long we're we talking for, baby? We didn't even talk about how long, talk about how long we're going Oh, no, be. we're just going to rock out, like, however you want to do it, sir. So um, the first thing we want to talk about, listen, I, I realize one of the greatest, um, greatest challenges of this era that I'm noticing everywhere. And I do believe, and, I, and listen, I, I learned to appreciate social media, but I do believe um, it's because of social media and people having so much access to us. And I think one of the greatest things that we have to overcome is people's opinion. People opinion. Man, I think I've, baby, this is me telling you, um, I don't think it. I've ever noticed, and, and, and people really, um, in the past years, so worried about what other people think. Mm-hmm. Tell me, why do you think that is? Before we go into it and, and get into the solutions, why do you think people's opinions matter so much now? Because I don't think that was the case years ago. I, I think it was. I think it was the case years ago, um, but it's more loud than it was, you know, uh, before that. I think it was the case because of the comparison of people. Mm-hmm. We compare ourselves to people or uh, the perception of what people think about us uh, becomes our business, right? I believe that happens. I also believe that when it comes down to the opinions of others, we want to really make sure that everybody like us. I know I was like that. I'm going to speak for myself. I wanted everybody to like me. Like, what's the song? Do you like me? Do I like her? You know, like me, like me for who, you know? I don't know that song. Oh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. I forgot. You super safe. So yeah. Do you like me? (laughs) So do you like me? You know, it's like, I think people... We, we got to a point to where we wanted everybody to like us. We wanted everybody, you know, to to validate us, to appreciate us, um, all of those things. I just believe that was the case when it comes to people's opinions. It was like, okay, you you think I'm this way. Okay, I need to change that about me. Yeah. Or you think I'm this, or you think I'm mean. Okay, I'm gonna do everything I can to be mean. And now I can't sleep at night because you just told me that I was mean. Or you just told me that I was, you know, too too big or I was I talked too much or whatever you thought that went against what I thought I was doing right mm-hmm. I got a problem with that so I think that's what it was I know for me I'm just speaking for me I don't know about nobody else yeah, I, think I think about it uh I think about me back in the days you know coming up in school um you know matriculating through life when in the first part of life right um, I, I think, and if you're out there and you're listening and, and you have some, some thoughts on what do you, why do you think it's so important uh, about how people think about people right now, kind of just throw your answers out there as well. But when I think about me, I think about back then, I think about that I was busy and I remember a lot of people was busy, um, comparing themselves to other people. Mm-hmm. I need, the, I, need the, mm-hmm. I need the house, you know, I need those clothes, you mm-hmm. know, they're driving that, you know, and I think it was more of a local comparison. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't so much, you know, you got smaller circles, you know, at school or smaller circles. Um, I think the school was the hardest part. But once you got out of school, you got into work life. I don't believe adults um, would hold you accountable as much as we held ourselves accountable. True. I think right now, 
now social media has opened it up to where this is the key word. Um, not only are we comparing ourselves to everybody, everybody is comparing us at the same time. And it's like, yeah. even as me as a pastor, I want to talk about that here in a second. How even as me as a pastor, I started comparing myself to other pastors. Mm, that's good. Oh, wait, let me pause apart. First of all, we want to say hello. Welcome, everybody that is joining. Thank you so much for rocking out with us this morning in our coffee conversation. Me and Bishop just chopping it up and just talking about overcoming uh, people's opinions and all that. We're trying something new. Want to come live. Our goal is to come live every first uh, first Monday of the month. Uh, that's the goal. That's what we're trying to do. If I can get him on. Yes, we come early in the morning because we early birds. We move. We got businesses. We got things to do. So I got to grab him as soon as I can. But I want to go to that because you said something so important, like going back mm -hmm. uh, about pastors comparing, you know, with pastors. I think that's a statement that most people don't want to say. You find yourself even as leaders, as pastors, comparing yourself to other pastors when you understanding that what God is giving you to do is enough, you know, as a leader, as a pastor, I think that's great information. Great information. I think what happened, and you can hit me on this. I think what happened was somewhere, somebody have set the bar. Okay. Where they set the bar for how a woman should look. They set the bar, how, uh, you know, how much money we should make. They set the bar for what, what we should be driving. Somebody somewhere have set the bar and now the two things we're fighting to mm -hmm. meet that bar and and people literally we're feeling judged if we don't mm -hmm. so our bar is over here this is what we should be doing we can't comfortably do that i can't comfortably you know um you know one thing i, I just imp i'm impressed with our caucasian america um a lot of people because i see them moving on a property with a with a, a camper trailer mm-hmm and it'd be a nice big property camper trailer. And you'll see them, you know, with a tent outside and and, and they'll slowly build a house over 10 years, right? Mm -hmm. Even though that's what God's vision is for me, uh -huh. I feel, or we feel, listen to me, if that's not you, maybe not you, but we feel that we have to hurry up and build a house mm -hmm. so we can hurry up and meet, I'm sorry, hurry up and build a house, hurry up and meet the standard mm -hmm. of everyone else, even though I, God's plan for us was to pace ourselves. That's it. And, and we sit back over here and if people's opinion of me, I got to hear up and catch up people's opinion so I don't feel pressured. As a pastor, I got to hear up and build a mega church. As a, you know, as a husband, I got to make sure my wife drives this kind of car. I, I feel like somewhere, I don't know what happened, and I feel like in the past, if someone drove a car, man, I want that car. That was me challenging me to do what you do. Now I feel like everyone has this big old expectation that we're allowing them to put on us. What do you think? I do. I I, I believe, and but and it's not their fault. Let, can we pause and park and say that? Come here, every listener. If you believe that it is not someone else's fault that you allow their opinions to become your reality, I dare you to heart it up. Put the number one on the screen if you're listening. No, okay, it may be too early for you. That's okay. Just heart it up. But uh, because I see your likes and all that, but heart it up. If we, it's it's not that person's fault. But it's ours because we're the ones that take on the responsibility of everyone else's opinion, or we take on the reality of other people's opinion. Yeah. So I and think that, uh huh, go ahead. That's it. And, and, and we, I know I'm, I'm getting to the answer here in a second. Um, but for us to get to the answer, we have to admit that piece there that is not reality. 
Right. It is a made up bar that we have embraced. Right. And those people who are able to um, build the house with the capital trailer over five years have ignored the bar. <laughs> Ooh, listen. They've ignored the bar. Yeah. Those people who can drive a pay for car while everybody else driving brand new cars mm-hmm. have ignored the bar. So um, we already get into that point. How do we you know, overcome people's opinion? Um, we we kind of slowly slipping up, but before we can slip there, we got to understand that it's real. And right. I, I wanna tell my testimony is that, you know, I never forget the reason why I'm not on social media right now. The reason why I'm not on social media, <laughs> even though I'm on social media, right? Yes, he is. Come on. Um, and, and listen, I'm going to tell you right now, first of all, let's, let's stop that. Don't feel as though you got to lie if you're not on social media or if you're on. That's one. That's, that's still that, that people's opinion. You feel like you got to build up perception that I'm not on something that billions of people are on, right? Mm-hmm. But my, my testimony as a pastor, <clears throat> and I hope that you, if you're out there as a pastor, I had to get off because I would literally would get on social media and either feel like a hero because my service looked greater than everyone else's service. Come on, I or feel like a zero because everyone else's service looked better than mine. Mm-hmm. And I would get so angry. Listen to this, y'all gonna laugh. If someone posted a picture of my of the chair that was empty in the church, and, and <laughs> oh, that's else. so real talk. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Listen, harden up. Look, if you're trying to take a picture, you caught the wrong angle. Don't don't yes. catch that angle no more. You know, if you're gonna take a picture, don't go upstairs and take a picture. You, you know, catch the angle where the the temple, <laughs> you know, and you missed all them. You know, because I feel like now now. Even if I thought I was a success, now my picture looked like it's not a success. Come on, glory. And and I got to the point where I realized, and I would see, I would know for a fact, hear me, hear me right here. I want you to, if you're taking notes right here, or if you want to um, take notes later, make sure you come back to this point at whatever time we have, at 14 minutes and 13 seconds. Um, if you want to truly understand this, is that uh, I knew what God told me to do. I knew I was doing what God come, told me to do. Come on, Bishop. But... The love, and so I would abandon my. I know I preached the sermon. I got through. I preached the sermon that God told me to preach him. Or listen, in your case, maybe you bought the car. You love that car, mm-hmm. and now you looked at everybody else, and they got a different model. And now you come back home, look at your car, like, oh, come on. Oh, remember this, baby. Remember this. Remember this. I remember, and I know I'm jumping around, but listen, it's so important. Look, I feel like I'm sipping on tea right now. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> You 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 sharing all the tea, all the juices for every church leader, pastor. All I, and I don't want to just make it about. I'm them. home. Let's I'm home. Go I'm ahead. Home. Okay. I remember. Let me. I'm gonna come to your front door. I'm gonna come to your bedroom. Oh Jesus! I'm gonna come to your marriage. I remember getting a brand new house, and and hearing up trying to furnish it, getting in debt trying to put couches, brand new decorations, everything. Carrying up so we can visit, invite people over to the housewarming party. And after the housewarming party, we look at the house like, okay, now what? Now what? Listen. <laughs> Wait, pause, because I want to talk to people listening out there. I dare you to hard it up. Put the number. Maybe that wasn't you. That was your cousin, them. You know, going to put the number one. Like, you, you, that didn't happen to where we go broke trying to have the opinions of others being okay with our move that either God told us to do and we're not okay with it. And it's a moment of not having gratitude, but getting everybody else to appreciate what God has brought you. That's even at home. 
getting people to appreciate what God has brought you. And that is so not the case. You a brand new car and driving it through the neighborhood. And once you make that first, once everybody saw the car that you went and got, that, that you went and purchased, that you thought everyone would love, after they saw it and gave you accolades, now you got to live with what you just did. And here's the thing. I, I want to park and I want to park and say this. Listen, even though that happened, because it's natural. Uh, can somebody say it's natural? No, no. I, it's I, I, no I, let me say this. No, Bishop. I want to say this. Cause it's normal, not natural. Okay, yeah, let me say it's, it's, it's normal. normal to get a vehicle and go and ride around and let everybody know that your vehicle is here because you want the opinions of others to think that all is well and don't realize that you just dropped a good three, four grand just to get that vehicle. That you you know what I'm have. saying? That you didn't have. That you didn't really probably have. But it's okay, though. I want to say this. that It's okay, but it it does not. It's not okay when you want the opinions of others to be where you are. And and here and, and I think the reason why we could talk about this, because Bishop, we didn't been there. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? We've been there. I've been there to the car that I have now. I didn't even drive around. I was so appreciative. I was like, Lord, I say thank you. You know, so appreciative. But I know a time that I would have drove around. For and it's, it's, it's okay if you know God told you to get it. Mm -hmm. You know what you that you did that something you wanted, but it's not okay if you only did it so you can get those accolades. If you stand in there in the car lot, if you stand in there. Um, with that dress and you can't even think about how you're going to enjoy thinking about what people are going to think about it, what people are going to say about it, that's not for you. Come on. You can't even pick the car and you're like, man, I really want this car, but what they going to say? What they going to say? What they going to think? Uh, how they going to see this? You can't even enjoy it. Because even if you do get it and you love it, if someone else don't love it, you won't love it no more. Right. So I think the thing is, so this is what I want to bring up. So I think before in the past, baby, I think we compared ourselves to people. Yes. It's a one-on-one game. Yes. We compared ourselves to marriages. We have compared ourselves to ministries. We have compared ourselves. Look, the, the, the topics I always talk about, we compared ourselves to other people's lives. Mm -hmm. uh, we have compared ourselves to other, other people's money, uh, AKA counting other people's money, uh, thinking that, you know, that we don't have enough or we're not where we are. And I think that's the reason why, because this, this was one of Bishop topics. So I think we're going to kind of switch out on topics and stuff. But I, I'm loving this. You loving this? I am. I'm loving I am. it. You know the worst I, thing about it, though, baby? And I, I'm, I'm going to throw this in there while you keep going. I'm going to throw this in there. And and we comparing ourselves to fake pictures. Oh, Jesus on the main line. Come here. And we compare ourselves to a post that was only for a moment. We've done that. I can, we can only tell you from our experience that this is something that we've done. But I think it was in 2018. Okay, look, that wasn't that long ago. To where I know for me it was 2015, but I think together as a marriage, 2018, to where we really started the journey. Oh, can somebody type journey? It's a journey. Yeah, it's not a journey of overcoming. This is not an area. I asked the Lord to free me from people. That was back in 2010. He started the journey in 2010 of him freeing me from people. But in order for God, come here, let me talk to you. In order for God to free you from people, there was some stretching moments and there was some hurtful moments that I had to experience so that I could really understand how people really were. And so when I asked God that, I did not know what I was asking for, but what I realized that in the journey of asking him, my journey began. 
And that's when things started happening. And I started doing ministry and I started doing different things. But in 2005 is when I really got to a point to where I no longer wanted to be put in the box. So it's a journey. I want I want to stop there. I don't even want to get caught up in the, the greatness of it. But I want to start there is that free me from people was my beginning. But it wasn't until 2019. Now get the numbers. 2010 to 2018 is when I said, you know what? I'm going to live life regardless of what somebody else have to say about it and regardless of their opinions of me. You may like me. You may not like me. And I hate that fact. But if you have not spent, come here, type this. If you have not spent 48 hours with me, you don't know me. And I don't owe you. I don't owe you anything. You don't know me. If you don't spend, if somebody has not spent, let me talk to this camera. If somebody has not spent 48 hours, that's almost two days, full, a whole full two days with you, they do not know you. They don't know you to have an opinion about you. No. And it's learning that. But again, it's still a journey today. Can I, you know, I, try, I keep it real. It's still a journey today because you're human. And you you like okay wait a minute what did I do how do, and you you got to do a self talk too and and, uh, and and looking making sure your hands are clean when it comes to people how do you know if your hands are clean when you know that you've done everything that you can if you had a bad day and they got mad at you because of that one bad day that's on them that's not on you you don't know me you don't know that right now I'm going through some stuff and I didn't mean anything by that you got to know my heart so I think it's learning that too so overcoming opinions is a journey. It is. I, I want to add that. That's a journey. It don't happen it's, overnight. It's a continue. I think it's a continuous journey. And it's harder now because people can now um, visualize people's opinion. Oh, wait, Paul, wait, you can't just say that. <laughs> they can. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Before people people couldn't really visualize you. You was just you know conceptualize. You was kind of just conceptualize. I would I would I would think it. I don't know. I think that whatever. But now people can visualize it because how many people are following me and how many people like my posts, you know, mm -hmm. how many share my posts and, and you know, and, and so you start to see it. So now it's like it has a it has a numerical value mm -hmm. to it and it makes it even harder. I think the reason I think the, the, the people who are in the box of people's opinion is because we have allowed ourselves to be um compared to in that box. Mm, okay. if, so if so when I was a pastor, not when I was a pastor, as a pastor, when I let people, um, when I let myself, I ain't going to even put it on people, when I let myself be uh, valued at other people's level, it was because I made their reality my reality. Come on. And, and I thought that those were the people, listen to me, write this down, I thought that was my target audience. Mm, I love it. I thought that it was my responsibility to make them like me. Mm -hmm. I thought it was my responsibility to get them to come to my church. I thought mm -hmm. it was my if, if they liked me, it would increase my value because listen to this, I'm going to use them to increase me. Come on, Bishop. And I'm, we all do it. At the, if, if not, we've done it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, you just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna use them to increase me, and I'm gonna let them use me to increase them. We become in this currency of 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 validation. Come on, Jesus. Only when you can step out of that currency. Of
It's only when you can step out. Because if you own me and my value, mm-hmm. I own you. Guess what? Now I give you the right to counsel me. Okay, and wait, time out. Wait, hard it up if you feel that. Hard it up if you feel that. Or put the number one. Like, I feel that. Yeah, I'm a dialogue girl. So when I go live, I like the dialogue and know that you out there listening. That's your amen and hard it up and all that. Because that was a mouthful, Bishop. That's a mouthful because, like, I'm almost about to cry. Because I know I've done that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've done that, especially when you create content on social media or when you're posting or whatever. Anyway, go ahead. That That's that's good. Who are you to follow? And some of y'all know her, and I'm not going to bring her name out. And and listen, she made a move. She made a bold move. And you can tell that she lived a lie for over a year because she didn't want to be canceled. She didn't want to lose her following. Um, and, and her reality was who she was. So she spent the next year trying to build a new audience that would embrace who she was. Listen, oh, that's good. when you, when you, when you, when I let you value, increase my value and, and I let, and vice versa, I decrease and increase your value. You know, we, we own each other. We are, we're literally slaves to each other's opinions. And listen, the bad, the danger part about being slaves of each other's opinion, God want to put you through. Mm-hmm. God want to take you through cycles. But he can't because he know it'll break you. Come on. And literally, God is de- is delaying developing you because you're controlled by somebody else's opinion. Come so on. I cannot, I can't grow you. I can't develop you. I can't build you. I can't put you through. I want to put you through a season of drought, but drought will cause you to commit suicide. Mm. You. So, so listen, I got I got a few things here I'm, I'm gonna throw out there. Okay. There's ways to come out of uh, overcome people's opinion. Okay. Write these things down. I love this. Wait, you got to park. Let them break. You know, I love to give principles. So here's the thing, y'all. When we give principles, to give you a chance to process so that you can progress. That's the whole goal. If you know us, we love to give you things that you can use uh, to be able to, because we can talk about, you know, overcoming people's opinions, but we got to give you tools and and how to do that. So get ready. I know you're probably at, um, on your way to work, whatever, but write them down on the canvas of your mind, but go ahead, Bishop. Yes. I'm going to tell you three things real quick that you need to be aware of in your home, because I think sometimes we get so caught up in doing life and forget to live. And, and so, um, you need to be aware when your spouse is caught up in people's opinion. You got to be aware when your spouse is caught up in people's opinion. Mm-hmm. You got to give your spouse the right to announce when you caught up in people's opinion. Mm. You have to. You have to because if not, it become it become um, hypnotic. You mm-hmm. they'll literally see you um, and and get in this dark hole. And a lot of it you don't want to hear it. But you got to get somebody the right to call you out and let you know, hey, sweetheart. And then we give each other the right. We we want to even each other. Go ahead. I wouldn't even say even with friends. You know yeah. what I'm saying? With because you know everybody's not married. I would even say with friends, yeah. you could also see somebody yeah. you're close with and they they value your opinion. Yeah. You got to watch, pay attention. But go ahead, yeah. And then you got to become aware of your children. Come on, glory. Because action allowed is action permitted. You got to notice, you know, it's it's going beyond a fad. We always in the fads, the shoes and stuff. But when you see the attitudes of your child shifting because of people's opinion, we've seen that in our home. And we've been trying to attack that demon for years on mm-hmm. our babies, even the opinions we put on them. Mm-hmm. My baby came home one day and she was about to, almost like a suicidal mindset because she thought that we thought that she should be top 10. 
and, and, and that, that opinion, it weighed on her because maybe she didn't think she could do it. So listen, these are four things that I want you to do. I want you to teach your children. I want you to share to your spouse. The first thing for you to overcome people's opinion, we got to get out of this cycle. We got to come out of, get out of this debt that we have with people. And number one, you got to know what God told you to do. Right. If God told you to get that car, you got to write it down somewhere. So you remind yourself, God told me to get that car. When I see everybody else driving something brand new, God told me to drive that car. God told me to move out of my apartment, out of my house um, that I couldn't afford and downgrade into the apartment. God told me to walk away from my husband who was beating me and cheating on, on me and stuff like that. There's something God told me to do. When everyone else think you're crazy, everyone think that you're about to lose your mind, you have to write it down, make it plain, put it on reminder notes, so when you go through it, you got to tell yourself, this is what God told me to do. So you can talk yourself out of slipping back into doing whatever I want you to do. Number one, know what God told you to do. The second way that you break yourself from people's opinion. If I'm going too fast, baby, slow me down. The second way, to, you, you hear me, baby? Mm -hmm. Okay. The second way to overcome people's opinion. You have to be able to celebrate people and don't think you have to become them. Right. I would tell you, if you see people going through stuff that you like, man, stop and celebrate them. Have an intentional celebration. Girl, I want to call you and tell you I'm happy for you. Because if you celebrate them, it removes the right, the responsibility of becoming them. Uh -huh. You need to know how. I'm telling you, I intentionally celebrate pastors. I intentionally celebrate people making business moves. I intentionally, because me celebrating you is me elevating and, and, and valuing you without me feeling as though I got to follow you. When I don't celebrate you, I'm secretly trying to become you. So number one, know what God told you to do. Number two, celebrate people. And then number three, this is the most important one. This is the one we are starting to master as a heart and family. Celebrate yourself. Celebrate yourself. Have your own celebration parties. Celebrate. You got your car? I'm going to go out and have my own party. I don't need nobody to go ahead. This is what we don't know how to do. We don't know how to celebrate ourselves. We're going to go out here. We're going to celebrate ourselves by teaching my children. Even my home, we noticed that when one kid would do something, another kid would do something, we wouldn't stop and celebrate each other. And it became foreign to celebrate each other. We celebrate our victories. And then, four and finally, step back if you feel as though you're getting pulled in. If you feel as though you're getting around people and I feel like I got to be them, I got to do this here, I'm seeing stuff, take a step back. And then start the cycle all over again. The old statement, rinse and repeat. Know what God told you to do, celebrate people, celebrate yourself, and then step back. And you can't be away from people all the time. So you got to start trying to get back in there again, but you got to keep doing this cycle. If you don't do this cycle, you get caught back up. What do you think about that, baby? None. I think it's great information. I think, um, especially when it comes down to, you know, what God said about you. I want to say this, because as you was talking, I was thinking, because even here's the thing, though, when you know that God said it, God don't change his mind. And I yep. think that's the thing is learning that if God said it, God don't change his mind. And if God don't change his mind, make sure it doesn't cause confusion as, as well. Is you knowing that God said it, but if God said it, it ain't gonna cause confusion. It may cause confusion in your house, you know, with the decision because you don't want to do it. But it's understanding that part. So I think that's very important because you know, you got you, and if I can be real, you got people out here saying what well, God said. And, and it don't even, it's not even taking you to victory. It's taking you to chaos. 
and it's understanding that part. I think because I, 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 I had so many people to say that God said and then, but it doesn't look like it doesn't, you know what I'm saying? It's not regardless. And in the end, you find out that it does not carry the fruits mm. of what God said. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. But knowing that God said, you just got to know. I, I just want to put that out there because sometimes we can just move off of a feeling and a moment and miss the message of yeah. what God said. I hope that makes I think it's a problem people getting what God said mixed up with what you think people think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and this is the and that's why I think it's important to step back. Like yeah. when you step back and you do the principles that you said to do, you get a chance to kind of find your own way. Because I never forget us stepping back when God told us to downsize. We, we couldn't go and get opinions from everybody else on what God said about us. And I think that's where I'm, I, I'm, Finding a lot of people that come and they'll say, well, you know, what do you think about this that God told me to do? Mm -mm. No, no, you know, I don't, you don't have to ask nobody about that. No. Mm -hmm. I, I, I can't stand that. And we, and listen, you have got to recognize when you do that. If you get ready to make a move and we used to do it, I'm not, I'm, listen, I'm not judging nobody. Everything we're talking about now, we've been we've in the cycle. I know I get through preaching. Get through preaching, and if you're an old member of New Destiny, if you're a new member of New Destiny, if you you don't if you're new member don't you don't know me doing this, I'm gonna get through preaching, walk around. Hey, what, did y'all did enjoy the sermon? Did y'all enjoy the sermon? If God tell me to do it, we come up with something called drop the mic and walk away. Drop and the mic. Walk away. Um, and you gotta notice it. You have got to listen. It's an addiction. Mm-hmm. And anybody with an addiction allow people, they, they, they recognize their patterns and their rhythms, and they allow people to call them out on it. Listen, yeah. we are addicted. We are addicted to people's opinions. <laughs> Come on. But I think the only way you do that, like you said, the 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 steps that you said, you know, um, you know, remembering what God said, you what know, celebrating. And, and, and I'll but I gotta say that, man, God don't change his mind about what he said. And if he said it, he ain't changed his mind about it. And, and can't nobody else change your mind about it. And don't be trying to go get everybody else's opinion about what God said to you. No. They don't know what God said to you. But then also celebrating people. The importance of making sure you celebrate people. That why that way when it comes down to celebrating people and you celebrating yourself, it doesn't matter who matter who validates you or celebrate you in the moment of what you're doing, how you're doing it, how you're moving. It does not matter. So it's learning that and then taking a step back to make sure that, okay, e even if it's sometimes taking a break, you know, for me, because I create, do stuff on social media, even though, but I love power of scheduling. Come here. But I love that. That's another insider for marketers. But I, I understand the power of stepping back, you know, and that's just not from that, but just from, you know, what people, especially when it, or grabbing a good book. Come here. Uh, I'm about to read it soon by Nona Jones. The uh, what is it called? Comparison. Killing comparison. Killing comparison. If you even got to get books like that, so that you can suppress that spirit of comparison that that creeps in every now and then. I got to read that book really, really soon because I'm starting to see a level that I want to go to, and I found myself looking at that person like, "Dang, how can I get there that quick?" But my journey is not their journey, so I got to learn my journey for myself. But I also got to read great books. That would allow me to go deeper so that when I do get there, that I do not compare myself. 
that I continue to keep going. So I think that 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 part, a lot great, great information that I think is very important when it comes to the opinions of others is learning that who God created you to be is enough. Yeah. And I'm going to add one more because in the middle of this. So know what God said, celebrate people. In mm-hmm. between celebrate people and celebrate yourself, don't let don't make people in debt to you to where you celebrate them. Now they owe you a celebration. Hello and amen. Walls and lights and yeah. in, in, in computer. Yes. Like all over again. Because now you're like, okay, well, I celebrate them. Now they owe me a celebration. I came to their woman party. Now they come to my woman. No, no, no. I said celebrate yourself. I didn't Period. say invite them out to the party. Mm-mm. They don't have to be invited. If you can't have the first party, it wasn't for you. It was for the people you were going to invite. Come so I'm doing a real celebration party right now. If you listen, <laughs> Lady Cole said that. Yeah. <laughs> right, that part. If not, if you can't have the first party, if you if you don't like it at all, but you waiting, I never forget we was getting a house built. This is this is transparent. This is so transparent. Transparent moment, storytelling. Come on. Oh, listen, listen. We loved the house when we went and looked at it. But while I was getting built, oh, that's so good. We hated the house. Like people gonna say it's too small. People gonna say this. People gonna say that. You know, because we was looking at it. Mm, we, oh Lord have mercy. This is so embarrassing. No, no, it. it's good though. No, we bought it with our eyes. But while we was building it, we was building it with the eyes of folks that were driving by. Come on. And we, but 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 here's the thing though. It, and I believe it was a great learning lesson yeah. because we both got so convicted. Wow! It was like, how can you be so ungrateful that I have turned this thing? So it was like the Lord ate us up for that yeah. because it goes back to the opinions of others. And we were, go ahead, Bishop. I don't want to go and tell your tale. Oh, we, we, we were literally building it and when we were building it. And I think because somebody said, somebody said to us one day, we was, we was happy. We were, we were loving our house. We didn't care nobody think. And we invited the wrong person. Yeah! <laughs> I almost <laughs> threw this whole coffee. Come here. We invited the wrong person. We didn't even invite Wait, them. let me pause and part. Keep your thought. Let, I got to say this. Sometimes what happens is you invite the wrong person to the party during your celebration. And you got to make sure that you don't invite when you do invite the wrong person to the party. You got to be able to know this is not the person I need to celebrate with on my next level. You got to know without a doubt when you invite the wrong. Can somebody say don't invite the invite the right person. Just type that in. Yes. And now don't knock them. You just know you invited the wrong person. And it's okay. Go ahead, Bishop. I'm sorry. I think we invited them. I think they just popped up to our party. They did. Out there and, and looking at it and they say, is it going to be big enough, baby? Yeah, they did. We didn't invite them. I remember. We did not invite But we that's allowed what, them to come. And, the, and they were just speaking honestly. It wasn't no problem against them. They were just want, they literally legitimately wanted to know what's going to be big enough. And I'm thinking to myself, now I'm like, is everyone thinking that? Is it big enough? And it's like somebody took my glasses off and put the world glasses on. And I looked at my house from like the eyes of the world from that on out. And it's like, I couldn't enjoy it. And that, I, that's why I love, I'm sorry, because you got me excited. That's why I love this statement that I've always made. See yourself through God's eyes and not people. And that's where we make this, the statement, the mistake 
of seeing our life through the lenses of someone else's. That's why I tell people all the time, if you want to get to know me, don't, don't get to know me through the lens of somebody else because their experience with me is totally different than your experience with me. But I promise you, if you see through their lens, baby, they're going to tell you some stuff. But you got to be willing to see yourself, see your purpose, your life, your destiny, your dreams, your house, your car, your marriage, whatever, through the lens of God, not people. This is why weight loss journeys don't last long, because we on a journey and it's not happening fast enough. And we think people are judging you, like how you working out and you lost weight and you trying to get it too fast. So get what we do. We go get surgery. Nothing gets somebody to get surgery. I'm just I'm just being real. Somebody, somebody out there got the surgery because it wouldn't happen fast enough. Because we want to hear it. And what I am gonna say this, man. I'm gonna say it. Don't go know what you're gonna say. Wait. Say it. I'm gonna say, say it live. I don't care who get mad at me. We, we, we. It's more plastic surgery happening ever in my life I've ever seen from people who can't afford it because they trying to hear up and get the money to look like what everybody want them to see. And people are dying. I wouldn't even go in there this morning, but I'm gonna go ahead and go there. A young lady just died who got a mommy makeover who didn't need a, a makeover. Let's own a mommy makeover because we're trying to hurry up and give people what they that, what they're looking for. But you know what? I'm gonna say this. Like, okay, because you know I'm the I'm the middle person. So here I go. And it goes back to that, that's what she wanted. You know what I'm saying? It's I know Bishop, come here. Okay, I'm gonna stop. We're gonna, okay, we're gonna stop. So that's, that's you know, I feel like this. If this is your decision. That's your decision. That's between you and God. Everybody has a life. choice. It costs her, her life. I know. And I hate that. But everybody has a choice. You no, know that's going to be another discussion we're going to talk about. Okay. We're going to bring somebody on and talk about one day these body makeovers. And 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 and, and I think it's a good topic because I think people need to really hear what different people, because there's different opinions. I'll be wanting me on body makeovers. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> no, I'm not, though, for real. But no, I'm not. I'm, yeah, but I get it. But I understand that it's people's choice, and if that's a decision that they made, that's between them and the Lord. Like, let that be. But and I know it's just being safe with it. Okay, we'll talk about something else. Cause we, I, we, I believe different. I don't know. And that's, what, and, that's what, and that's why we say we real people having mm-hmm. real topics with a real, real relationship. Yeah, relationship. So, but that's what we want to get to. And but I you're telling to. the truth, though. I hate that that happened. And, and like this here, if you're doing it because of you, and I will say this here, and I will make, if you're doing it because of you and something you want, that's one thing. That's but different. If you're doing it because you're trying to meet the expectations of people, because I've seen it happen where you go out and you guys done, then people don't like it. Now you hate the fact you got the surgery. Right. You're going to do whatever. I will say this here. Whatever you do, do it because you want it. Right. If you want to get tattoos, if you want to get, you know, it's one, one thing I love about people who do get tattoos. People don't like this. But now we got to go because I know you. Everybody got to get to work. But they they they're making their own statements. They're they're speaking out loud on their own. And whether you like me or not, I'd rather see that than people go out there and do stuff because everybody else wants you to. Right. That's weird. So listen, overcome. Yeah, our baby when it, uh, both of our babies when he got one, yeah. and that's what they wanted to do. Uh, and I know uh, my baby posted it on social media. And she was just like, "Your daddy." People were asking, "Your daddy let you?" Yeah, he was there with me. He, he don't want to took me to go get it done. Like everybody has a choice and, it, and we are not. And I said something on my TikTok the other day is that as leaders, we got to realize that number one, we can't control people. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it's going to be that person's choice. Number two, we just got to make sure that we're being the example of, you know, what Christ looked like. 
um, and doing everything that we can to walk in the characteristics of God. But most of all, that we are we are listening, you know, to others. And I know it took our baby sitting down listening. We had to listen to her and understand why she wanted to go get uh, the tattoo. If she was to go get surgery, she would have to sit down. You know, we would listen to her and kind of figure out why. And so it gives you kind of an open mind to what people are doing. Uh, not that I want my baby to do that, but I'm just saying it'll give people an open mind. But, yeah. yeah and I, I, I want to go back and say this because I don't want it to become part of the the, the villain uh, of the world when I just got to talk about people's opinion. So it could be said, well, well, now I made an opinion about somebody getting plastic surgery. As I want to come back and say, that's why you want to do what you want to do. That part. And if I affected you to convict you that fast, did you really do it for you? Hmm. Or if I convince you not to, would you do it for you? Right. So, um, regardless, I'm not allowed to even, as a pastor of a church, as a spiritual leader, I am not allowed to make opinions on you. Come on, Glory. I don't care I what you do it. I mean, as a pastor of a church, I'm only allowed to preach the unadulterated word of God and you take it in and, and live it. And li even though I did a joking, I just, I know that's not what I, I'm going to do, but even living it, you know what I'm saying? is one of those, just being the example and I'm not going to push my, uh, my, my convictions on you. And I don't want you to push your conviction on me. Your conviction is your conviction. My conviction is mine. And we all be willing to grow in this thing and go to the next level. But is my opinion, not yours. Yeah, exactly. I love that. So well, great conversation, Bishop. That was the top of this one. I feel in my heart that we we need to kind of talk about because I feel like I feel like it's a worldwide, it's the next, it's the it's the old pandemic, and it's still here. It hadn't left. It's yeah. long as we're running side by side with COVID, is overtaking people, you know, and rapid rates. It's causing people, you know, to lose themselves at rapid mm -hmm. rates. And so take yourself back. Take yourself back. I want everybody to pause this morning when you get off this call. Whenever you get a chance, I want you to pause this morning and I want you to get a quiet time. Mm -hmm. I want you to, and that's the hardest thing. That's, I think that's the next topic. You know, we need one topic we need to put down is, is you know, how to handle quiet times. I love um, it. Yeah, and the, the importance of quiet time. But take your quiet time, you know, and, and, and step back and take a look at things and say, you know what? W look at your years of your life, especially the ones that you're struggling the most. Why did I start this? Right. What was my reason for starting this? Mm -hmm. so reset moment. I'm telling you. My worst time, I get a reset moment. Why did I start this? If I start this because everyone else did, maybe I need to re, uh, you know, evaluate my next step. If I didn't start this for me, maybe I need to figure out how do I get out of this? Because this here is one of the most unhealthiest things I've been in. I'm not happy. So All maybe right. a reset moment. And then while you resetting yourself, as people do things, celebrate them so you don't have to become them. All right. And as you're resetting and you're trying to reevaluate and you finally figure out, okay, the things that you are doing because God told you to do it, mm -hmm. celebrate your small victories. Yes. Celebrate every small victory yeah. on your own. Don't invite nobody to the party. Nobody right. at all. I mean, don't even invite your spouse to the party. My wife had to learn. She had to take her own growth journey. Now, if I yes. said, I just joined the party. Mm -hmm. I don't, I wasn't invited anyways. Because right. even your spouse can take away your joy of your journey. I've done it before. So don't invite nobody to the party. party. I want to say this. We've had a conversation and this person is on and we talked to them and um, and they started a journey of, you know, taking care of them after experiencing a blow 
uh, in life. Uh, and if I keep talking, you'll kind of know who I'm talking about. And they started working out and all that. And we told them this, man, do it on your own. Don't do it with nobody else. Nobody. Your journey is your journey. If I could tell you anything about journey is it's almost like getting a perm. If you know me, I'm going to say this real quick. Getting a perm, sitting down in that chair, taking the time out to go through the process. It may burn. It may hurt. It may make you feel a certain way, but it's learning this is that when you get through with the process, you know that at the end of the day, that hair going to be slick and laid. So guess what? Why not go through the journey, even though it may hurt? Because yeah. on the other side of that journey, you're going to see a new heal you, a real heal you. Uh, and it's just different. Every layer of life has a journey yeah. and being willing to go down the journey for you and not for others. So yeah. I think it's very important to be able to do that. Oh, Lord. That's it. That's it. That's it. So just take that step back, evaluate it, look at your life one thing at a time. Yeah. And if you ever catch yourself doing something that you're not happy with, pray about how to how to exit. Pray it because you you, you won't enjoy it. You won't enjoy it. And right. if you catch yourself adjusting for people, mm-hmm. stop. So right. listen, don't invite nobody to your celebration party, but I'll give few people the license to announce your shift when you start trying to compare to people. Mm-hmm. I think if we do this, y'all, it's going to be a life journey. I've, I've been detoxing now for over five years from my my addiction to people's opinion. I'll be detoxing. And listen, every now and then, I, I, I test myself and and, and I see, you know, my, maybe my wife passed me a phone and I and, and showed me something. And, and if I feel the urge to, to compare myself, I step away. I just I don't have time. I have too many things I need to do to get caught up in what people want me to do. Um, so I, can we stop and pray real quick, baby, over anywhere that's on this line right now that's really dealing with that? Um, and I want you to help me pray. You pray for me. Pray first, and then I come back and pray. Yes. Father God, I decree and declare, and we're going to come back and answer, answer the question, so stay with us. Father, yeah. I decree and declare in the name of Jesus, God, for that person, that individual, God, that is taking on the opinions or validations of other people, God, that they would be able to trust the gift and the decisions that you have given them to do. God, I decree and declare like never before, God, that you would strengthen, you would make them whole again. God, I pray, God, that even as they start the journey or even while they're on the journey, that you would allow them to see themselves through your eyes and not people. God, reminding them that they are a product of your grace and your mercy that there are going to be filling moments, there are going to be mess up moments, but every lesson is worth it. Father, I say thank you for that individual under the sound of my voice that's watching this or watching the replay. God, I pray that the healing journey will begin and begin now. Yes, Lord. Now, in the name of Jesus, God, that even as we're going on our healing journey, God, that you would even allow the things that we've experienced and said today, God, that it would start the journey now. Yes, Lord. Lord, we say thank you for that individual. God, we thank you for the gift that you've given them. We thank you, God, for the exposure, for their experience, God, that they will become like revelations, that they would be able to tell their testimony through the everything that they've been through and be able to change someone else's life because of what they've been through. Yes. Show them that it was all worth it. Show yes. them that their pain was a part of their process. Show them that their process is a part of their purpose. God, and allow them to push out the things that you call them to do in this season. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And I seal that. I seal that. Yeah. Uh, name of Jesus. 
So it, will you say you have some questions? Yeah, we have a question. And then what I want to do is I'm going to answer this question. And so what we're going to start doing, I'll kind of stay with us because I'm going to tell you what we want to do next after this. So the question is, what is a good book to start a healing journey? If you have everybody else that's on here that's still with us rocking out, if you have a question, go ahead, put it in the chat really, really quick. Uh, but what is a book, a good book to start a healing journey? Oh, man. I'm trying to think of a couple that we've read. Um, mm. I'm gonna say mine. There's power in your pain when you learn to speak life into it. <laughs> That's a good book. Um, uh, I would also say, um, Success from the Inside Out by Nona Jones. When I was in a place of depression, a place of uh trying to identify who I was, that was a great book. Um, to read, uh, her story. It's life changing. I believe that's a great book. What do you have, Bishop? Because I know we both read us. So, um, I think my, one of my favorite ones I can think of right now is Filling Forward. Mm. Uh, Filling Forward is not really a healing book. It's more of a you know, you know, a direction book. Can you get you focus on your journey? That's one of the ones I can think of right now when it comes to this topic. Um, you know, Filling Forward, realizing that it's okay to fail. You know, failing mm -hmm. is not just an option; it is inevitable. Who is that by, Bishop? Uh, I can't think of the name. I think it's uh I don't know the name either. I want to say it's Felling Forward by I'm looking right at it right now. I can't see the author on it. But Felling Forward. I want to say it's here. I'm looking right now. Hang on, so let me grab it. Okay. I don't know who it's by, but I think John Maxwell. Is it John Maxwell? John C. Maxwell. John C. Maxwell. That's who it's by. Felling Forward. Felling Forward. It's a good book. I mean, it deals with, you know, embracing mistakes. You know, in the world we're in right now, mistakes are not an option. You're not allowed to uh, have a, uh, you're not allowed to fail. And this book says, hey, fail. You know, and I always remind of a baby, a baby taking his first steps. A baby took his first step and never walked. We were just excited because the baby took one step and fell. My baby walked. No, he didn't. They fell forward. But guess what? They didn't fall backwards. Come on. So, next question. Uh, that's it. That's all we have. Yes, uh, thank you, Katie, for your question. We appreciate it. I thank y'all for rocking out. I hope y'all like this. Uh, this is us trying it out. Uh, so join us every first Monday. We're going to try. Okay. I'm going to just, I want to say that because Bishop has a busy schedule. So first. I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be, if Bishop, I gotta be walking on a plane, having this conversation with a couple of men. I'm going to jump on. Awesome. So every first of uh, every first Monday of the month, we want to kind of boost your month out by doing this coffee conversation where we're going to be talking about different topics. But this is what we want from you for everyone that's watching now or watching the replay. Um, go send us your questions that you may have for the next conversation that we make that we're going to have. Again, we talk about life. We talk about love. We talk about marriage. We talk about ministry and we talk about money. So you're going to kind of get all of this new destiny family. Uh, I know you always get church on Sunday morning, but we wanted to create a space for outside of just Sunday morning but also join y'all uh, on the first of the month, as well as other people that are following our other pages. So when you follow Tanya Heart Ministry, you really following Clyde and Tanya Heart. I need to say that, Clyde and Tanya Heart Ministry, but you're following me. So I want you to send those questions to this email address, um, Tanya Harden at right here, admin at TanyaHarden.com. Send those, I'll get those, so you can send those to me. Even uh, 
that y'all like to hear us talk about? Yeah, topics. We want to know the topics that you would like to hear. Uh, I know I have a first lady bishop. She sent me some, uh, they sent me some topics uh, that they want you to talk about in the Pastor's Wife Connection. So get ready for that. This month, actually, we're going to be discussing that in Pastor's Wife Connection. So send us your topics. Send us the things that you want to hear and you want us to talk about while we go live. 6.30 a.m. Central Standard Time right here on the platforms, whatever platform you're watching on, that's where we're at. On these platforms, we'll also share this on the Instagram New Destiny page after we download it. But thank y'all for rocking out and my podcast later, not now, but later on. So thank you guys for rocking out. Thank y'all for being a part of this with us. Any last words, husband? No, I'm just, I'm just excited about it. You know, I think this is something that we need. Um, someone told us before, we need to be a voice out there. And this is where we be a spiritual voice out there to kind of deal with those mental blocks. We want to break down those mental blocks so you can become the best you. Um, so one 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 conversation at a time. So make sure you like, man. Make sure you share. Make sure you share this with somebody. Share this on social media. And rock out with us next month at 6.30 a.m. Hey, real quick, if you're you a church leader and you got church members, we're having an awesome workshop called the Jethro Project. The Jethro Project. Um, I don't want to go out to details here. But if you're interested to know about the Jethro Project, where, where leaders go to get help, that's the motto, the Jethro Project, where leaders go to get help, email us and we'll send you more information about it. Yeah, I think we had a brand, the, the brand right here. Bitch, you, you can get that code right there. The Damn. Code. Come yeah. on here, we getting tech savvy. You got the, the the whole flyer on there? Yep, got it right here. Jethro Project. Oh, you will. So if you want to know that, screenshot it, take a secure. Wait a minute, I got to move something. Hold on. Oh, you good? Hey, y'all. Give me a second. I'm, I'm still take, learning this. Take the comment down. Huh? Take your comment down. Yeah, I'm trying to take it. There we go. All right. Give me one second. Bam. Won't it, Will? Get to the project. Get to the project. So if you, it's where leaders go to get help. We're needing help in churches, and we need your help. And so scan the QR code if you're interested in it. We'd love to have you. We'd love to have you. I promise you it'd be worth your, your, your time and your energy to come to this. All right. That's all I got, baby. All right. Thank y'all for rocking out and all of you that showed up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This let us know we're doing the right thing. And so we thank you for rocking out. Get ready to rock out with us again. Thank you for watching the replay. Until next time, man, we're changing our mind to change the world. Stay blessed. Bye-bye.